Love you. Praise the Lord. Good to be here in the house of the Lord. How many are excited to be here? Oh, man. Good, good, good. I need to welcome our YouTube folks that are online right now. We welcome you. Come on, church. Let's give it up for those that are watching online. Pastor Steve texted me and said, hey, we lost connection. I said, I'll get that fixed really quick. So we got the Ignite McDera Church. They're watching us live right now. And many other people that are watching uh, across our entire fellowship. And uh, it's just exciting that we can be able, those that are not able to come, that we can stream this and they can just worship God with us and get ministered to. Let's open up in prayer before we get into the word of God. Heavenly Father, you are so awesome. We thank you for your spirit of worship and praise that is already in this place. You have already touched hearts. You have already brought healing. You have already brought salvation. We know it, and we feel it in this place. But right now, God, I pray that you open up our hearts, our minds, to receive your word, God, that we will be challenged in your mighty name. We give you all the honor and all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone shouts and says... Hallelujah. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're looking pretty good today. Turn to your other neighbor that you didn't pick the first time for whatever reason it might be. Say, you're all right. <laughs> oh, man. So good to be here. Let's get right into the word of God and I'm so excited for this event, and uh, um, it's an honor to always minister at this challenge. And today, I do want to challenge every single person in this room today. And as I was worshiping God and as I was seeking the Lord, uh, I knew exactly that the word that God gave me um, was handpicked from Him. And the reason is I look out in this audience, and as I was worshiping the Lord, it's not just young adults in this room here today. We have some folks here today that are pillars of the church. Uh, we have, I don't want to say that you're older, but we have some wisdom people in this room here today. We have both generations uh, joined together, uh, worshiping his name. Uh, it's not about one age, uh, but it's about all ages together. Uh, can I get an amen in this place today? Uh, no one is put on the shelf. Uh, we're all one fellowship. Uh, we're all in one unity. Uh, and we're going to worship God to the very fullest in this place today. I believe with all of my heart that throughout the Bible you will see where God hands selected every single person. No one is exempt from the calling of God. Every single man and every single woman that is in this place today, you are handpicked from God. God chose you. You may not feel that you have been called. You may feel that you have been put on a shelf. You may feel that your calling has been left aside. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you that uh, God is with you. He loves you so much. He cares about you. He wants to burst something within your heart today. And that's what I want to minister to. I, I want to minister to anybody in this room today uh, where you uh, have felt uh, 
that you have lost your calling. Uh, it's never too late uh, to serve God. It's never too late uh, to serve God and to be used by God. Uh, as a pastor, it's my duty uh, as my pastor. And those of you who have your pastors, uh, it's our duty to challenge you, to stir you up, uh, and to get you into a room setting like this and say that the devil has lied to you uh, long enough. Uh, you are called by God. Uh, God called you. Uh, God handmade you. Uh, it doesn't matter the age. Uh, it doesn't matter how young or how old you may be. Uh, God called you. Uh, it's not too late. Uh, he called you to serve a purpose. And I believe with all of my heart that God is preparing this fellowship. God is birthing something new in our fellowship, and we sense it and we feel it in the last two conferences, uh, that God is birthing a new generation, uh, that God is birthing something uh, in this place. Uh, I look at the young adults and I say, God uh, is birthing something new in them. Uh, there is a shift taking place, uh, a shift that is uh, taking place, uh, and all of you are involved in it. Throughout the Bible, we see that he's called men and women. The Bible says that every person is called by God. This is not my text, but the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 15 says, uh, Look after each other so that none of you will miss out the special favor of God. This is what this setting is all about. We're looking out for one another. Uh, we're encouraging one another. Uh, we're saying that you are favored uh, by the almighty God. You are favored. You are called. Uh, when you don't feel like it, uh, this is the setting that we challenge you and say uh, you're called by God. Uh, tell the enemy that you're called by God. Uh, tell your neighbor that I'm called. Go ahead, tell him. You have a life mission. We're all called. And I believe with all of my heart that God designed you and me for a matchless calling. You're called. We're all called in different settings in the church. Some are preachers. Some are singers. Some are pillars. Some are greeters. But everyone is called. God designed you and me. He designated you and I for a unique calling. And you and I were custom shaped for this life calling. Every single person in this room today. This is what I love about the challenge is that they collaborate with all of the, all of the, all of the other churches to collaborate in music. The singers, the worship. Because it's not about just one individual. It's about everybody using their gift. Only you and I can fulfill the given calling. And I've learned this in my walk with God. I've learned this in my own ministries that only you and I, only ourselves can fulfill my God-given calling. No one else. When God chose you, he picks you, and that means that you can only use that 
give. You can't copycat anybody else. You can't pretend to preach like somebody else. Uh, when God gives you a loud voice, uh, then you use it. Uh, if you spit a little bit when you preach, uh, then you spit a little bit. Uh, if you sweat a little bit, uh, then that's unspecial anointing. I don't know who that was for, but let me get my towel. <laughs> I want to talk about two generations really quick. Because I was really puzzled by what God gave me because I said, God, this is a young adults event, but there's two generations in this church right here. There's a Caleb generation, and there's a Timothy Trent generation in this place. And I want to talk about the Caleb generation really quick because we need the Caleb generation in our lives. I don't know where my Caleb generation just went out. Uh, I don't know if you lost your voice and you're saying, okay, which one am I? Am I the Caleb or the Timothy generation? If you are over 40, you need to shout to God because you are the Caleb generation. Uh, show these young adults uh, that you got some power in you. My Caleb generation, uh, shout a little bit louder and tell them, uh, tell the devil that you're not on the shelf. Tell the devil I still got some fire in me oh my god my god and then we got a Timothy generation uh, 40 and below uh, where are you at you need to be a little bit louder you need to shout to God you need to shout to God and say here I am <laughs> I don't know, but the Caleb generation just out shouted the Timothy generation. <laughs> Woo! So wherever you're at, you better get your voice ready. When you think about Caleb, Caleb's in a little assignment with. 12 individuals where Moses told them to compare the land and go and spy somewhere. And these 12 individuals, there's only two individuals that came back with a report where all the others said, there's no way that we can take this land. There is no way that we can fight or take and possess this land. Moses says to this these group of people, he sends them as spies to go see what the land looks like so that they'll know what kind of battles that they're going to face. And as Moses sends these 12 spies into the land of Israel, which is called the promised land, when the 12 spies come back, uh, the, the, some of them came back with a good report and some came back with a negative report. Uh, the majority report says that there is no way that they can take this generation uh, or take this nation. Uh, it's filled with too many 
many people. Uh, there's too much famine in it. Uh, there's no way that we're going to be able to get it back. Uh, the minority report, uh, and those are two only individuals. Uh, you got Caleb and you got Joshua. Uh, you got a generation that came back uh, and said, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I got me uh, and I got Joshua right here. And I'm looking at other 10 individuals in this place, and I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but I know if God bursts something in me, we can take over the land. Uh, and these two people, uh, I got a Caleb and a Joshua generation uh, that said, uh, oh, we can take this land. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, where are my Joshuas? Uh, where are my Caleb's? Uh, where are you at? They were the only two that had enough faith to believe that they can possess the land. They were the only two that were able to say that we can get into the promised land. Uh, and, now, and God uh, let them uh, into an entire generation of wandering for the next 40 years uh, until the entire generation died. Uh, the only two people who were in this original group uh, to go into the promised land uh, that left Egypt uh, were Caleb and Joshua. Uh, you say, well, how how did that happen? How did that take place? Where there's a couple of things that you have to understand if you're in the Caleb generation. And if you are in the Timothy generation, you need to look to your God. You need to look over your shoulder and say, I need some help, Caleb generation. I need some help, Joshua generation. They don't fade away. All they do is feed us wisdom. You always need your forefathers others around so you can't be discouraged no matter if you're in the Caleb generation or if you're in the Timothy generation because we all make mistakes in our life. We all make uh, choices in our life. Uh, and some of you may be in this room today and you say, well, I'm too old. Uh, all they're doing is using the young adults. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, that's a lie from the pit of hell. God wants to use you. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, that the Timothy generation needs to wake up uh, and get some wisdom uh, off of our forefathers. Uh, you need to look at them and say, I'm here for you. Go ahead and mentor me. The only reason that I'm here today because I was mentored by my forefathers. I'm here today to tell you that's what we need to do. Don't say, oh, I made too many mistakes and God can't use me and I'll never serve him. You can always serve God. Caleb generation said, I must believe I can do it even when I'm afraid. <laughs> you got to tell yourself, I can do it even if I'm afraid. Oh, no, 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 it's going to be hard. And that's why some of us don't do anything. That's why some of us just sit back in our shop and say, well, I made too many mistakes. They'll never use me. I'm here today to tell you uh, I made a lot of mistakes, and here I am. Uh, thank be to God uh, that we have a God who forgives us. Uh, thank be to God that we have a God 
that says, uh, if I serve you, I'll use you. Uh, if you're willing enough to be called uh, in my name, uh, I will be used. Uh, it's okay if you're afraid. Uh, it's okay if you have a little bit of fear. But it's not by your works. Uh, it's by the power of the living God. Uh, he is the one that walks with you. He is the one that was, uh, oh God of oh my Jesus. Woo! We also see that you and I must be willing to reject negative advice. You know those ones where like, you know, I'm going to go to my pastor and I'm going to tell him I want to be used. I'm going to go to my pastor and tell him I want to sing and I want to usher. I want to I do a small group. So, oh, give me a, you know, you have those friends like, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Sure, buddy. Go ahead. Go. You're going to be rejected like all the other ones are going to be rejected. Not Caleb and Joshua. They were outvoted. They were outvoted. But these two men said, if I got you, you got me. Let's go ahead and give a report. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, it's okay uh, if people are talking negative about you. It's okay if your mom or your dad uh, wants to tell you uh, you are crazy. Go ahead and tell them uh, I'm crazy, but I'm crazy for Jesus. Uh, I'm crazy for God. I'll do it uh, because that's what God called me to do. Anytime you're serious about your life being uh, used by God, uh, you got to go ahead and tell the devil, uh, move out of my way. Uh, move out of my way. Uh, move out of my way, devil. Uh, oh, God has prepared me. He has uh, prepared a way for me. Uh, move out of my way. Uh, move out of my way, devil. Because uh, if you don't move out of my way, uh, I'm bringing my posse with me. Uh, and they're going to knock you out. also see that you and I must believe it's never, ever, ever too late to be used by God. It's never too late. Well, you know, I've been here all my life, and you know what? It's just too late. You know, I'll never get married. It's just too late. Man, I'll tell you right now. You keep thinking like that, it will be too late. You got to have faith. You got to be determined. You got to say, I may be 40, but I'm blessed. Uh, come on. Uh, if I can still walk and I can still run uh, and if I can still sh shout and jump, uh, I can usable. Uh, if I'm 13, 14, and 24, uh, you got a lot of spunk in you. Uh, God will use you. Uh, it's never too late. Uh, it's never too late for God to use you. I love how Caleb was in this wilderness because they went into this land and it took them 40 years to actually be used. 
And so when you add the 40 years when he came back with that report, the Bible tells us that he was a senior. Where are my seniors at? <laughs> You're like, oh, I ain't going to shout at them. <laughs> he said, he said, in, in, in Joshua, he said, uh, he was, he was, it says in Joshua chapter 14 where he says, uh, I am now 85 years old. Uh, I'm still as strong today as the day that Moses sent me out. Uh, I am just as ready to fight now uh, as I was then. Uh, so give me that mountain. Uh, give me that mountain that the Lord has promised me. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late. This is what I love about this challenge. Jojo said, oh, sorry, Jojo, it's Joseph. He's like, this is for everybody. It's not just for the young adults. It is for everybody because uh, everybody needs to shout. Uh, everybody needs to praise his name. Uh, we need to make an earthquake in this room with our praise uh, and with our worship. Uh, we need to shout so loud that the ceiling begins to vibrate. We need to shout so loud that the enemy is mad. Uh, shout a little bit louder. Uh, Shout a little bit louder. You can do better than that. We serve an almighty God. Get the devil, man. Come on, devil. You thought you had me, but you should have took me a long time ago. Because here I am. I'm here now. Yeah. Woo. Then you got a Timothy generation. You got time for this one? I spend my time all on the Caleb generation because they were louder than the, than the Timothy generation. But do I got any Timothy generation in this room today that are excited? Do I got some Timothy generation that's excited? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do I got some Timothy generation? Woo! Timothy was a young man of God. He was the opposite of Caleb. He was young and handsome like Joseph Gaxiola. He was just getting started. He traveled with Paul. Then Paul said, uh, I'm going to have to send you into a new city. And I'm going to have to, you're going to have to go ahead and uh, 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 start some churches and help it grow. Uh, you're going to have to lead a, a worship team. You're going to have to go and lead a, a new place. You're going to have to go ahead uh, and uh, take this land. Uh, you're going to, you can't be scared, Timothy. Uh, Timothy had a problem uh, with this. Uh, he had a little panic attack uh, like some of us do uh, a little uh, uh, heart uh, heart attack uh, but it was a good heart attack because uh, some of us need to have a heart attack uh, in our Christianity uh, where God uh, begins to shock you uh, where you begin to go back 
attack like that. That's what I'm talking about. It's a spiritual heart attack. When you get prayed for and anointed by God, it's a spiritual heart attack. It's one of those ones where they pray over you and they say, yeah, oh, you may not know the yeah. You may not even know a Shando, but I'm here today to tell you that this is what you need to go through sometimes. Woo. But I love what he said. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. What can we learn from Timothy? Uh, we can learn these couple of steps. Uh, grow in the gifts from God. Uh, I'm here today to tell you, young generation, uh, you are gifted by God. Uh, you are anointed by God. Uh, you may not know it, uh, but you're dripping with some oil uh, because God anointed you. Uh, God uh, anointed you. Uh, God uh, put a gift on you. I'm not going to embarrass my brother, but man, I was wandering the halls yesterday because I stood here between uh, uh, work and uh, the prayer session, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm walking the hallways. Uh, I'm walking the hallways. Uh, I hear a guitar. Uh, oh, uh, the bishop heard some worship music, uh, and it's, uh, oh, it's a sweet aroma to my ears, uh, and I'm listening to it, uh, and I'm saying, this is not English. Uh, this is a little bit of Spanish in it. Uh, I said, where is this? coming from. I said I got a peek in every room and when I went to that room I saw a guitar and a man with a Bobby Brown headset. He was worshiping the Lord and I said man brother where you been hiding? Where you been hiding at? He's been ushering. He's been praising God. Not in the lamplight but he's been worshiping God. I'm here today to tell you that's a Timothy generation a gifted man of God Woo! I said oh man you better watch it man because now that I heard you you better watch out because I'm gonna utilize you I'm gonna take you places I'm gonna take you to go preach with me I'm gonna take you up on this altar I might give you the guitar right now See, you may not know that because some of us in this room today, you don't know that you're talented, but God gifted you with something. But I must tell you, Timothy generation, that you need to refuse to be distracted. Because we have a Timothy generation that is distracted. We're distracted. 
We're distracted. We're distracted. We're distracted. We're worried about how many pulses, how many hearts and thumbs up we are going to get. I want to see how many people like my story. I'm here today to tell you I know a better way to tell people about your story. You just worship God to the very fullest and let them know this is my story. This is where I worship God said, uh, stop being distracted by the world. Uh, stop being distracted by social media. You concentrate on me. Ah, oh, man. Uh, is this helping anybody? Are you sure? You don't sound too convincing. Is this helping anybody? Because it's never too late. Lastly, and if I could have the band come up. Ooh, don't get that excited. Come on, somebody. That was the Timothy generation. He said, I'm out. Come on. Drop my water bottle and all. This is a Timothy generation. This is a Timothy generation. Come on, you need to be excited, Caleb generation. This is a Timothy generation. A generation that's not ashamed of the gospel. A generation that we say what we believe in. We're challenged by God. <laughs> Lastly, this is where I want to end is that both generations need to give God our very best. As I was praying and as I was seeking God, God was telling me that there is a core of people that you feel that there's no calling in your life. You feel that you've been put on the shelf you feel that you've been overlooked in life. And you keep telling yourself, I'm just going to keep serving God. I'm going to keep coming to church. But deep down in your heart, you look at yourself in the mirror. And the devil lies to you and, you and he tells you, you see, you've been passed by. They're using other people. They're using other generations. They're using other men of God uh, and other women of God. Uh, I'm here today to tell you, uh, Caleb generation uh, and Timothy generation, uh, God loves you enough. Uh, God cares about you uh, and he wants to use you. Uh, he's saying, uh, it's not too late. Uh, don't be afraid. Uh, don't be distracted. All I did was call you, and all you got to do is give me your very best. You say, well, Bishop, that's good for you. All your life you've been used. All your life you've been, you've been good. 
No, there was a time in my season where I felt like there was no hope. I felt that in my life that where I was going, it felt like a dead end. It felt like this is too late. Uh, I'm reaching my prime. Uh, uh, I'm in between two generations. Uh, it doesn't look like God is going to use me. It doesn't look like it. Uh, but when God spoke to me loud and clear, he said, if I called you when you were 14, uh, when I called you when you first preached uh, your message. Uh, I always called you, uh, and it's always birthing you. Uh, you've been uh, anointed, uh, and that dripping of that oil has always been set in you. Uh, now uh, is the time uh, that I will release you, uh, and I'm here today to tell you that God wants to release his anointing on all generations today. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how young you are. God said, I chose you. I chose you, I made you, I called you. So this is what I want to do with my time. I want everyone to stand to your feet. Are you ready for this? You don't sound too convincing. I said, are you ready for this? See, when the preacher tells you, are you ready for this? You got to get ready. Because God hand delivered something to my mind and into my heart today. He said, if these people, generation, both generations, if they will hear my voice and if they listen to my command and if they respond to your voice, uh, that the moment that they exit their role, that the moment that they exit uh, their role, uh, the calling of God would be rebirthed uh, into their hearts. Uh, it would be re-energized into their life. Uh, that God uh, will birth something new all over again. It may have been dormant. Uh, it may have been shut down. Uh, but God God said this to me to tell you this, uh, that the moment that you exit your role uh, is the moment uh, that he will re-energize, uh, that he will begin to speak uh, to the dead soul uh, and birth something new into your life. Uh, this is the moment. So right now, on the count of three, if you need that, you come running uh, like you never ran before. One, two, three. Get out of your chest and say, here I am, here I am.